I, I just could not speak. I'm glad we didn't record last week. I couldn't hardly speak at all. <laughs> it was so bad. I would have been, uh, I've been on here like a, like a chain smoker. Wazowski. <laughs> you forgot to turn in your paperwork. Roz. <laughs> all right. Are right, you ready? Give me the boogie. Welcome to the Greatest List Podcast, a show about music and lists. This season, your hosts Jason and Eric are counting down the top 25 guitar solos of the 80s and the top 25 guitar solos of the 90s. Think your favorite made the list? Tune in and find out. Take it away, boys. Welcome to Greatest Lists, a music and talk podcast featuring lists of the greatest songs of all time. I'm Eric, your host for this episode. And joining me as always is my co-host Jason. How you doing, Jason? I'm doing well. I got my uh, appropriate boogie shoes on. Well, that's good. For this episode. <laughs> I don't have a fever though. No boogie fever. No boogie fever. Well, maybe next time. <laughs> uh, we are continuing our season two list of our favorite guitar solos of the eighties. But before we continue, this episode is sponsored by Halloweencostumes.com which features the largest online selection of Halloween costumes ever created by a human being. Used the promo link in our show notes to save 15% off your entire order. Just click over and the savings are automatically in your cart, but you got to do it before October 31st. So get out there and get your costume bought. Waste any more time, man. We're getting close. That's exactly right. Uh, Like I said, we're currently making through our way through the, Making our way through the top 25 guitar solos of the 80s. And this week, we're talking about Joe Satriani and a song from his album, Surfing with the Alien. This is Satch Boogie. Behind the music. So we covered Joe's background and his history in the first half of the season in the 90s uh, when we covered the number four song, Summer Song. So if you want a recap of that, you can go check out that episode. Uh, In this episode, we'll talk about the history of this song in particular. Um, in 1986, Joe was set to go on tour in Europe when he and his wife got into a nasty car accident and had to stay in America with, as he puts it, with a big neck brace and a bottle of pain pills. Mm. Uh, Satriani explains, I couldn't do much, so I had to just stay home for a week or two. And as I sat with my guitar, I couldn't look down at my guitar because of the neck brace, of course. And I was thinking, I might as well just write some music as I'm sitting here. Uh, which is what we all think, right? I mean, if we're just sitting around, yeah, sure. we're writing yeah. music, yeah. Uh, and I had this crazy idea about what it would sound like if there was a horn section trying to play with Gene Krupa, who is a big band leader from the 60s. Uh, what if there was a horn section trying to play with Gene Krupa on the drums as his set was falling down a flight of stairs? <laughs> what? <laughs> and he thought to inject... Okay. Joe said, I thought to myself, this is the kind of thing you only think of when you're on painkillers. And you know, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So I wrote Satch Boogie with that image in mind. Uh, <laughs> he, he said, it took a very long time to work that out uh, since I couldn't look at my guitar neck because of the neck brace. I remember vividly this whole process, though. Um, Joe goes on to say, we recorded on a shoestring budget. I had several different guitars I was planning on playing. Uh John Cunaberti, the producer and the engineer, treated each guitar part as if it was a different singer and used a different mic on the amp. Um, 
He said, I had no idea what to play for the solos. I just figured I would respond to whatever Joe played and whipped up in my headphones. He said, I recorded several passages of each section and we picked the parts out that sounded right afterwards. As for the name of the song, Saturani said, when I was in high school, I played guitar with another guy, John Riccocchio, uh, and he would call everything I wrote Satch Boogie. Uh, and so it became a joke. No matter what I showed him, it was Satch Boogie to him. So the name just stuck with me and my music. Um, this was one of the first guitar instrumentals to achieve heavy rotation on both MTV and the radio. And it reached number 22 on the mainstream rock chart. Let's get personal. The first time I ever heard Joe Satriani was actually when I saw this video for the first time on MTV um, and immediately needed to hear more of Joe Satriani. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but I, I remember this being a hard tape to get a hold of. We went to the mall. I remember going to the mall to the music store and uh, trying to find it, couldn't find it, asked the guy if they had it. And he said that they had two copies with their last shipment and they both sold. Um, so I, I literally had to wait a couple of weeks for oh, wow. a shipment to come in because they were only getting like one or two every, every shipment. Uh, and I had to wait a couple of weeks to uh, get a hold of this tape. Um, but when I finally got it, I just devoured it. And it was, you know, it was, the whole the whole thing, the whole album is just ridiculous because he's just a, an incredible player. Um, but I remember not long after this song got big on MTV and on the radio, I remember the guitar magazine that I read religiously called Guitar for the Practicing Musician. Um, every episode they or every issue they had two or three songs included with their guitar tablature so you could learn how to play it. Mm-hmm. And not long after this song came out, they included this guitar tab in one of the one of the issues. Uh, and I remember vividly looking, uh, vividly remember looking at the at the tab for this song, going, "Well, not playing that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not gonna even try that." Uh, I was well into my thirties before I even was able to finally pull off the opening lick, the opening lick of this song. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe not up to speed, but I pulled it off nonetheless. Um, you did it. I did it. I didn't break my guitar neck this time, but I, <laughs> <laughs> I was I was able to pull that off. And that's about the only part of the song I could pull off. Is that is that is that? I don't know if I, I don't even know if I could do it anymore. I, I didn't try. Uh, uh-huh. there, was, there was a time that I was able to do it. Um, I, I can't remember what, what you said your history with Joe Satriani was. Yeah. Um, so my high school friend mike oh yeah the one that introduced me to oh let's see well he a lot of guitar players eric johnson joe satriani uh he also introduced me to megadeth yeah so uh I, that's where i remember hearing uh surfing with an alien for the first time was at his house he had the tape so that's basically my history he kind of introduced me I haven't really gone back over the years to listen to a lot of these, uh, you know, guitar guitar albums. I guess you'll call them uh, right. instrumentals. Right. So, I, I I was familiar with the song. I remember the song, yeah, uh, and hearing it over the years. And the, I went back and watched the music video. Kind of remember seeing that as well on MTV. 
uh, when I went back and watched it this week. But yeah, not not huge into the guitar instrumentalist. Yeah, I remember you saying that 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 wasn't your exactly your cup of tea. I guess that's mm-hmm. more for for guys that play it. I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah, I was not playing. I I got a guitar, I think I've mentioned this before, as a graduation present from high school. Yeah. Electric guitar and fiddled around with that for a few years and uh, picked it back up again in college with my roommate who had an acoustic. So we kind of riffed off each other there for a while, but never really got into guitar at an earlier age to kind of appreciate these guitar players. Sure. The breakdown. So there's really no way to break this this down. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I I was thinking the same thing. I mean, yeah. there's just there's so much, and I I will admittedly have a problem trying to figure out where in the hell does the solo start and end <laughs> in these songs. And we, even when he's when you were talking about how he, uh, you know, made the song and put a solo in here i was like isn't the whole thing a solo yeah but i mean there's oh gosh there's just so much in this you can break it down to sections but i mean there's just no way to break it down beyond that because there's just so much going on at every i mean there's no there's it 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 just never lets up he just yeah yeah just keeps going and going some of my favorite parts though of this song of this of this song is uh between the intro lick and when the full band kicks in there's this squeal that he does like where he he, mm-hmm. he makes it squeal and uses the tremolo bar to pull it up and make it go even higher. I love that. Um, that's that 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 is one part of the song I, I can play. Is that right there? Um, mm-hmm. There's a section in the middle where he's or a section right before the middle that he's tapping, but he's tapping with the edge of his pick and not his index finger. And so, it, oh, okay, it, it it sounds faster. The tapping sounds yeah, faster because he's tapping. I, yeah, he's tapping with the edge of his pick. Okay, I, I heard that and I was like, "Wow, this is really fast." Yeah, <laughs> like a well, like a faster tempo than yeah. what normal tapping sounds like. I yeah. was like, "How in the heck is he doing that?" Yeah, that's the edge of his pick. Uh, and then there's a whole tapping section in the middle of the song. It's it's kind of phased out, you know, phased. Oh yeah, on. yeah, the, with the effects. Yeah, and that's I love that that little breakdown in the middle. It's it's so it's, long. It that might cool. be the longest like tapping. <laughs> you know piece in a song i've ever heard it's just so long and i do like that that fade out effect or whatever kind of effect that they have on it yeah it's real phasey kind of up and yeah it's kind of up and down yeah it's a it's uh, that's probably my that's probably one of my that's probably my favorite part of the song is that middle section although i Mm -hmm. love everything he does um there's a lot of guitar players that will tell you that if you've heard one joe satriani song you've heard them all um, because he does a lot of the same stuff on every song. He just put, mm-hmm. you know, plays them in different modes or different different keys or whatever. Um, but I never, I, I'm I'm not at that school. I'm I never get tired of listening to Joe Satriani. I, I just <laughs> I I I've heard every single album. Yeah, I agree. That a lot of his songs sound the same. You could you can interchange a lot of songs on different albums, and you would never know that they weren't from that album. <laughs> Um, just because they do get a little, for lack of a better term, monotonous, but there's not a, just his, just his ability to phrase on a guitar, to make melodies without a voice, just with, just with Mm -hmm. the phrases he plays, it just has always blown me away. And, um, I can listen to him anytime and I've never got tired of Joe. 
and, and the way he plays. Um, and this was the first song I ever heard from him. So cool. So Satch Boogie comes in at number nine. And if you can believe it, I have some bonus songs for you. <laughs> Hit me. <laughs> I, this is probably this is probably overkill, but I have four bonus songs for you this time. Nice. Uh, from the same album, there's a song that was actually a single as well. Um, it's called "Always with Me, Always with You." It's a slower song. Uh, it's got a great it's it's, it's got a great hook to it. Um, that's our first one. From his next album, um, the album where he sang and he should not have sang. Uh, it's called uh, it's called "Flying in a Blue Dream." He sang on like four songs, I think, and he really should not have done that. He should have just stuck to the play. <laughs> Uh, it's a song called Big Bad Big Bad Moon. It's got a video too. Once you see it, you'll you'll agree that he probably should have just stuck to playing. Um, but this is probably my favorite Satriani album. Um, I love his tone on this album. On the, on every song in this album, he's got a great tone. Um, so that one is Big Bad Moon. The third one from the same album. It's a title track. It's called Flying in a Blue Dream. Very dreamy, kind of spacey song. Uh, I can listen to that song on repeat for hours and not get tired. <laughs> and then as luck would have it, as we talked about in the last episode, talking about albums or songs that get played at sporting events, he has a song from his album called super colossal. And the song is called crowd chant and it has become one of those songs that gets played at sporting events now. Gotcha. Uh, and once you hear it, you probably will recognize it. Um, but uh, we we that's on our playlist at the curling club whenever we play on Wednesday nights and uh, people on the ice will start chanting along with it. So <laughs> cool. Uh, so there's some there's some song we can probably have more bonus songs than we do entire show, but that's what you get. When you <laughs> that's right. If you have Spotify Premium, which we recommend, stay tuned. You're going to hear all those songs in their entirety, and you're going to thank me for it later. Uh, free Spotify users will get about 30 seconds of those songs. And outside of that, you're going to have to go to the song clip links in the show notes to find the songs in your favorite music app. Find us on your, find us on Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it uh, at greatest lists. You can also find us on YouTube at greatest lists or on the website, greatestlistpodcast.com. Jason will be back in charge for our number eight song. Eight. I'm trying to think of what it is. We're gonna we're gonna live it up as we're going down. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Take a little oh, ride. Take a little ride. Thanks for listening to the greatest lists, and we look forward to continuing our countdown next episode. You've been listening to the greatest lists.